everyone, and welcome back to the Streaming Science Podcast. Streaming Science is a student-driven program that works to connect you with scientists to learn how science impacts all of us and our everyday lives. I'm Maggie Murphy, a third-year agriculture education and communication major at the University of Florida, and I will be your hostess. You're currently listening to an episode from our series entitled AI in Action, where we explore scientists' current research and how AI is changing the nature of science. AI development is said to be the fourth industrial revolution. The research explored in this series spans disciplines from data science to health to cybersecurity to agriculture and more. AI is used with crops, cattle, pesticides, citrus, pigs, and more to increase efficiency and data accessibility. The following episode was made in partnership with the University of Florida Department of Agriculture, Education, and Communication, UF IFAS Dean of Research Office, and UF's AI Strategic Initiative. In the following interview, I spoke with post-harvest researcher Ty, an assistant professor with the University of Florida Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences. Ty is studying the possibility of creating a handheld or wearable device to test food freshness beyond what human senses are capable of finding. His research focuses on the decay process of various fruits and vegetables in hopes to create an algorithm that could be extrapolated to other produce and eventually help develop the testing technology. We discussed Ty's background in science, the importance of artificial intelligence, and the impact of food waste on the environment and society. Through this podcast, I hope you gain insight into Ty's research, the role of AI in research and industry, and an overall sense of how scientists are moving forward to create new and unique solutions to address current global issues. Stay tuned and enjoy. How long have you been working at the University of Florida and what did your work experience look like prior to the university? I started working at UF since fall 2018. Before I joined UF, I worked as a research scientist at Stanford University for uh, several years and basically studied fundamental questions in plant development. What do you believe got you interested in science? As a kid, did you ever find yourself involving yourself in the world of science? I love nature, so I'm always very interested in to go hiking. And when I was a kid, I always liked to visit different parks. And this has become one of my favorite things to do, even I. I visited new cities and Botanic Garden is definitely one of my favorite places to visit. And I think that's uh, the nature is really involves my passions on plant science and also uh, my curiosity on plant science. What would you say your favorite trip had been or your favorite botanical garden or hike? Um, I would say the Kew Garden in UK is one of the biggest believe that when it was really large collection of different plant uh, species and in the design also it's amazing place and I think it definitely recommended if students haven't been there it's the best one of the best I think is botanic garden to visit I'll have to go I'll have to book my flight I'm convinced yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so what led you, would you say, to doing your research here at the University of Florida? Well, UF is really, I think, one of the, the best university, um, especially land-grant university, um, to doing horticultural research. Um, our, I think our horticultural major is top number nine globally, and I think it's top five in U.S. Um, so we have a really... Um, a lot of uh, cutting-edge research in plant breeding, um, genetics, um, vegetable and fruit productions, and also post-harvest 
his biology is one of the top research areas. And also, in addition to the research in main campus, we also have a number of research centers and, you know, through the whole Florida state. And, and those are really uh, excellent place to conduct research in, in different areas and also develop collaborations among different faculties. Also, we have a really good extension program. So it's directly linked to the farmers and growers. So, and I think overall has really best uh, places to conduct research. No, I would agree. And I definitely think like us being a land grant university has a lot to do with that. And a lot of students are very fortunate to be a part of that. And specifically, so for this series of streaming science, we're delving into artificial intelligence and your research kind of coincides with that as well. How would you personally define artificial intelligence? Um, I would say artificial intelligence is, uh, of course, a part of the computer science or, or branch of the computer science. So, so it's, a, it's a computer science um, designed algorithm to predict any uh, traits and then supervised by human, of course, intelligence. So that I think it's a human supervised uh, machine learning. Um, area. And what was your first experience getting to work with artificial intelligence or seeing any outcomes of artificial intelligence? I would say the first time when I started learned machine learning or artificial intelligence is start from the remote sensing, especially in phenotyping fields, which is it's important to characterizing the, the field, crop field productions or uh, crop field changes under different weather conditions. And one of the examples is our engineer developed those um, multi-spectral imaging system, which is can, can present a wide range of the uh, high-resolution imaging to, to help to predict any changes in, in the crop fields. And those changes, including, for instance, canopy change or plant organ development, or even detect any disease happen in the field. So those are, are quite important features that involve a, a lot of labor work. So I think uh, remote sensing are really helping to reduce those kind of uh, labor work. Right. And going kind of like in line with the labor work and implementing that within the system, how would you say artificial intelligence is used within your line of work? So I work on fruit and vegetable decay or deterioration, which is, I think is a very important question because the fruit and vegetables are really important component for human diet and their quality often decay before, sometime before reach to the customer's hand. So its freshness, I think is really important. And then it is also very fleeting states because it's hard to understand how actually those freshness change changes over the time. And those changes can be very rapidly. So I think understanding those changes is very important. However, current um, you know, objective is really hard to define this freshness because it's only a very short time. So in my research, we basically want to combine with machine learning approaches and also other cutting technologies such as genomics approaches to evaluate those post-harvest vegetable uh, senescence or decay so then we can understand how fresh of our vegetable and fresh, uh, fruits are. So then we can really helping to um, have a better ideas for 
uh, customers and growers. You began to touch up on um, food waste. What inspired you to work with food waste? Yeah, this is a very good question. I think um, food waste and, and loss has become really significant problem. Um, for example, in 2019, almost one third of the food has been completely wasted or lost. And those are pretty much equal to maybe 2% of US GDP. And those food waste and loss is not just in the farms or in the food supply chain, but also they create a lot of environmental problem. For instance, the gas footprint really equivalent uh, around like 5% of the, uh, the greenhouse emissions. And those are pretty much also came from the food waste because the food waste are either being dumped in the landfill or left in the field to rot. So those are can uh, create a really a lot of problem. I think business or smaller industries or, or, or even bigger industries are really start well aware of the problem and then start to carry out different um, strategies to reducing the food waste and loss. Um, for instance, I, I was in uh, New York City and their farms market actually de- developed this food waste and, and recycle system. And everyone actually, after farms market shopping, and they actually can dump their food uh, waste of food and peels and, and different kind of waste in their location. So then they can recycle this uh, right away. So I think it, it's a really a big problem. And it's not just a, our country, it's, it's globally issue. I agree. And you are now, like you said earlier, getting to research that and find ways to combat this issue. So could you speak a little more on behalf of the research you are doing and what that kind of looks like? Yeah, so yeah, this is a good question. Um, so like I said, so we're work on those harvested vegetable and fruit and we try to understand the freshness, but currently it's evaluate this freshness of vegetable and, and decay. It's only based on the color or experience. So that's the only kind of way we can judge the freshness. But during the decay process, there a, has a very short, brief window that's really have no drastic change in the appearance. So our hypothesis, if there's a way we can evaluate this short period of time, so then we can really tell the freshness of the vegetable and fruit. So our, our, our proposed research program is really to identify if there's any genes, proteins, or compounds can be used as a fresh indicator to tell the freshness of the vegetable and fruit. So that's why we combine machine learnings to design any algorithm to predict any freshness change. And then we can correlate those uh, machine learning data with our genetics and genomics kind of approach to identify protein and genes. So then put this together, we hope we can really help to understanding the freshness and then tell the, uh, how fresh the vegetable and fruits are. Right, and so your end goal with your research, are you looking to push that out for the public or farmers? Who would you say your target audience is with your research? Yeah, so of course it's a long-term goal is um, to reach out to farmers or each different section of the food supply chain for growers, packers, retailers, and customers. So, of course, those are very important, uh, each of the uh, you know sector of the food supply chain. What we're conducting now is in research is testing those, and then we can expanding this research in the different sectors. So then we can achieve either developing some easy access devices for farmers, growers, retailers, and to be able to evaluate their uh, freshness of the vegetable and fruit. That's amazing. I can't wait to see how that all works out with you because I do think that that's very important. And a lot of people like when they go shopping, don't really understand that or have the ability to do that. So that's definitely going to change the way people shop.
And so I know as you were talking about working with other individuals and your research team, how would you say working on a team has influenced the work that you guys have created and facilitated so far with any leadership style? So I would say the in, um, our research is a multidisciplinary kind of research. So it's a really combined expert in different fields. And I think this is a, is a great to generate new ideas and working in expert in a different field to tackle the questions and work also work as a team. It's really helped to understand each other and then to identify kind of niche in, in between. And so then we can um, solve the problem in, in different aspects. So, so far, it has been really um, successful to work uh, with our uh, collaborators. For instance, um, Dr. Alina Zerer, she's one of the expert uh, or established um, um, professors in machine learning field. And she has been provide a lot of um, ideas. And, and also, we work as a team to develop a new approach and the new ideas for, for our project. So, I think it's a really excellent way to develop, collaborate, and then solve the questions we were interested in. I really appreciate that answer as well, because I'm very into learning about leadership and the idea that the different learning styles that individuals have, they really come to play when you're posed with a conflict and being able to come and kind of perceive other opinions and collaborate together to combat that issue is very interesting to see, especially in the field of science. And moving on to basically a little more deeper dive into your research, what do you believe your research means for future studies? I think basically, um, I would say AI opens a new kind of potential in the area, um, agricultural or particularly in post-harvest uh, field, and in terms of improving either processing efficiencies and bending the shelf life for vegetable and fruit and, and evaluate those freshness of vegetable and fruit. So I think I would say the food company um, really benefit from those kind of research in the future since so we can develop a either easily access tools or devices to helping growers, farmers, retailers, and, and understanding freshness. And so, so then not just um, identify or develop a new research, but also can really benefit all our growers and producers. That kind of segues me into our final question regarding understanding. What should our listeners here at Streaming Science take away from your research and potentially apply to their own lives? I think it's, you know, um, in this days, uh, a lot of new or cutting edge technology has been developed, such as the sequencing has become really um, more accessible and cheaper uh, technologies, and which is from those genome sequencing data will generate a large data sets. But how to actually dig into the data and identify interested uh, questions that's also really relies tools such as the machine learnings or AI associated approaches. So I would say this is important to uh, combine different technology with uh, with the AI associated technology. It's really helping to begin to identify new ways for the question that we cannot answer before or the questions involving intensive labor to be understand. And in particular, in my field, I think AI can really help for designing more portable tools and to evaluate food waste and reduce the food waste and prevent all those food and waste in the future. So I think really uh, the AI is one of the significant technology 
development uh, in the futures and can really benefit for um, food economies. So then we can not just uh, have a linears, but also have a circular system um, to develop a more sustainable food supply system. That's very well said. I couldn't agree with you more. And that's all the questions I had for you today. I really appreciate your insight and getting to speak with you. And thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the AI in Action series on the Streaming Science Podcast. Make sure to follow and reach out to us on Facebook at Streaming Science, Twitter at Streaming underscore SCI, and Instagram at Student Streaming Science. I'm your host, Maggie Murphy. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit the links in the show notes.